0: Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I don't know about you, but I feel change in the air. Hallelujah. And God knows. Just what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And I just thank God for Pastor Tracy and her being led of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on and give your co pastor a a blessing today. Amen. I can't say enough about her resilience and her diligence to. To the Lord. It's not to a person. It's not to a people. But it's to the Lord. Amen. And um, she is dedicated beyond measure. Sometimes I'm like. Oh, Lord Jesus. I just, I just have to pray for her. I have to pray for her. Amen. Because um, she does things. A lot of times in spite of. What's going on in her physical body. And I thank God. God for the strength of God in her life. Amen. Amen. I bless God for that. Amen. Lord, we thank you today for this word. We thank you, Lord God, for this time. Lord God, we thank you today, Lord, that you are God and above you there's no other. And Lord God, today I thank you, Lord God, that you're changing us, rearranging us, Lord God, for your glory. And, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. I I decrease that you would increase. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing in our lives in this year, 2019. In Jesus' name, amen. So we've, we've been working with Back to the Basics. And last week we talked about rest. And we're going to continue with that this week. Just want to review a little bit with you and give you a couple of points. Um from what we talked about last week and one of the things that we talked about was uh the scripture in genesis 2 and 2 that said after god created everything after god did everything that he did on the seventh day he rested and on the seventh day he rested he anointed that day and he consecrated that day and he set it set it aside. And the question was asked: Are we better than God? And so, as we looked at that last week, uh, we just talked about getting rest and and how why is it important. As anyone tried to get more rest this week, you don't have to raise your hand. I want to put anyone on the spot, but I know that that's been my goal. Amen. <laughs> I even had someone check in as pastor in the bed yet. But that is the goal because we not only talked about the spiritual aspect of it as to why we look at at the body of Christ at large, there's a great following away in the church, but we also looked at it from the natural side, understanding that not getting enough rest is a part of our physical fitness. So, me being a pastor, that I am. I want to make sure that I cover both ends. It's not just about your spiritual life, but it's about your natural life as well. And understanding, I even read something on yesterday: eight bad habits to eliminate that um, uh, that will um, um, prevent your what is the word? What is the word? Metabolism that will prevent your metabolism from increasing. And one of the bad habits is not getting enough sleep. So if your metabolism isn't doing what you think it should be doing, we're not getting enough sleep. Amen. And so in that, in that, the seventh day, when I, I wanted to make sure, I looked at this this word. That word rested um, was found in Genesis uh, Genesis two and two. That word rested uh, in the Strong's dictionary was seventy six seventy three, which was Shabeth. <laughs> which means to desist from exertion also means to suffer to be lacking. God built, God created, God did everything that he did for six days, and on one day he ceased from exertion. How many people have ever thought that God exerted himself? I know I never thought that God exerted himself. Once again let's go back. God created man in his image in his likeness. So in order for us to do and accomplish a lot of the things that we do, there we, there's there's some exertion required in order to get up in the morning and, and get yourself motivated to go to that job and hit the time clock. There is some exertion required it, it, in order to uh, uh, make up your mind that you're going to get on that treadmill and, and walk or run or uh, get on an elliptical or do push-ups or lift weights. There is some exertion required you know not only that in our relationship with people in our relationships with our children uh uh, there is some exertion required we were created in his image and god uses exertion as well isn't that amazing to think about that god exerted himself for six days he put forth energy. He put forth effort. You know, we. I, I think. Uh, let me. Let me speak for myself. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I, I just take for granted that God just wa- waves his finger and everything just happens. But there is a, some level of exertion when you call upon the name of the Lord. When you. When you're praying and and you need an answer, there there is some level of exertion God has to put forth in order to see that your situation is taken care of. God has exertion. He uses exertion. He uses effort. But the thing about it is, he—he's still God. He's greater than us. He's bigger than us. So it's—it's it, it's not going to take as much effort because he already knows your situation. And one of the way, one of the ways I believe he uses his exertion is he's already at the end of your situation. While we're going through our situation, while we're dealing with our situation, while we're dealing with our circumstances, while we're calling upon the name of the Lord, he's already at the end of your situation, knowing what the outcome is going to be. So God ceased from exertion; He recharged, He rejuvenated. He took a he, he, he took a chill pill for, uh, for for a day. And so, as we reviewed from last week, God rested on the seventh day. But if you return to me, if you return with me today, Isaiah thirty. 15th chapter. And I believe God is really speaking to us in this season and this hour about rest. Why? Because the enemy wants to wear us out. The enemy wants to wear us down. The the enemy wants to beat us down and keep us uh, from not resting. Why is that? because when you're not rested you're not focused when you when, when you're when you're not rested your emotions are everywhere when you're not rested you, you you find it hard to gather your thoughts you find it hard to to do the different things and accomplish the different tasks that 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 are needed to be done if you're there at Isaiah 30 and 15 raise I would say amen. amen I've seen my grandkids raising their hands so much I'm like raise your hand We're actually going to start at verse 12 where it says, therefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perversity and rely on them, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perversity and rely on them. Therefore, this iniquity shall be to you like a breach ready to fall, a bulge in a high wall whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. And he shall break it like the breaking of the potter's vessel, which is broken in pieces. He shall not spare. So there shall not be found among its fragments among its fragments, a, sh- a shard t- to take from uh, to take fire from the earth, or to take water from the cistern. For thus saith the Lord our key verse: the Holy One of Israel, in returning in returning and rest you shall be saved. in quietness and, com- and confidence shall be your strength. Let me read that again. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. But you would not. But you would not. Somebody say, there's salvation. Repeat after me, there's salvation and rest we see here that Isaiah is giving a prophetic word, and, and, and one of the, th- the main things that stuck out to me was the fact that he said, because you despise this word, because you de- despise this word, because this word that came from the Lord, you despise it, you, you trust in oppression and perversity. One of the things that is amazing to me is to see how many times we see people that are in oppressed states. They're in a place where they're constantly dealing with circumstances and it just seems like they're always oppressed. They're always having something on them. They always got something going on. They never have any peace. They never have any rest. It's just they're always oppressed. Something's always happening. Something always going on and and the main thing is the prophet is speaking to the people about their disobedience and when people are disobedient they are always oppressed. Every time you go around and they're complaining about something this is wrong and that is wrong and this hurts and that's bad and this is bad and one of the reasons why because they never Take the time to rest. God is requiring us to rest. One of the things that is happening in the earth today is because many people do not take the time to to do what God has done, to do what God has mandated. God has not asked anyone to do anything that he has not already done himself. On the seventh day, God rested. On the seventh day, he anointed it. The seventh day, he consecrated it. On the, the seventh day, he sacrificed it. God is not asking anyone to do anything that he has not done himself. So we find here that the children of Israel, they trust in oppression. They've been oppressed so many times. They, they've they been in slavery so many times. They have been they they, 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 they just trusted. It. It, it. This is just the way it is. This is just the way I am. This is just the the way I live. I've heard that so many times in our society today when you try to give somebody some hope. but they, it's just like, this is just the way I am, or this is just the way it is. I mean, there's nothing different. Because they have no hope. Because they lived in this area, in this this cycle of oppression over and over and over again. They just trusted. Anything outside of that oppression, they can't trust it. They can't trust freedom. They can't trust life. They can't trust wealth. They can't trust a healthy living or anything like that because it is outside of oppression. I beg of you today to rest. God is calling for us to rest. We've gotten so used to being busy. We've gotten so used to, 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 to just being on the go. We've gotten so used to being connected to our devices and, and plugged into our tablets and, and hooked into the TV. Hallelujah. We're we're just, we're so uh, integrated with technology that we, we can't even rest because the technology has taken over so much. So we're so connected to everything, but to, to the one who we need to be connected to. We're connected in the gaming room, we're connected in the TV room, we're connected in the, in the Facebook room, the, the Instagram room, we're, 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 we're connected to ESPN, we're, we're, we're connected to, 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 uh, to our Fitbit, we're connected to fitness, we're connected to, but, but how connected are we to the word of God? Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come unto me. This is Jesus saying, he says, come unto me. That's why this song, you are my strength was so pro- pro- profound and on point today because God is calling for us to reach for him. He's calling for us to come unto him. It says 11, 28 of Matthew, come, come to me, all ye who labor. How many people in here are laboring? Hallelujah. And are heavy laden and I will what? Give you rest. I will give you rest. He wants to give you rest. He wants to give you rest. And we won't even take it. He wants to give you rest. Sometimes it's a fight to get rest. Sometimes there's just so many things on our mind. How many things are we dealing with? How many circumstances are we dealing with? And some of the things that we deal with, we don't even, it's not even required for us to deal with. It's, it, it is so amazing to me how many situations and circumstances that we take on that's not even our responsibility. Why is it that we feel that we have to be responsible for so many other people? When, when are we going to get to the place where we just look at ourselves and see what it is? We I'm not talking about being selfish, but if we cannot look at ourselves and see what we need, how in the world we're going to be able to help somebody else when we're in a state where we need help? I invited many of you to join me on a uh, 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 in a in a um uh um daily devotional and that daily devotional the, the lady said in the first that's why I wanted everybody to join me cuz I felt it was so pertinent the lady said uh, she just had to had to just lay on the floor because she had been she was so exasperated from everything that she had been doing and many times we're just like that we're just going and going and going and going and going and then we we, we end up finding ourselves we just gotta stop because our body's just giving out Our mind is is fried. We've got so many things on our mind. And and this lady found herself just laying on the cold floor. Now no carpet or nothing. The dog is looking her in the face and she can't even move because she just wants to rest. Her husband walks by and looks down on her on the floor and says, what are you doing? Because we are so used to going and going and going, we don't take any time for ourselves. The other day I was at Planet Fitness and I'm thinking I'm going I was off of work and, and I had all these things on my mind I was going to do and I just want to do this and do this. And I went went up to Planet Fitness to work out and 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 I wanted to go hit the hydro massage bell and I said, No, I'm not gonna do that. I, can, I I just ain't got and I felt the Holy Spirit say, How can you teach it and you ain't living it? I went right on into that massage bed and laid down. I took ten minutes to lay down the hydro massage bed because we got to be willing to to take time to rest. And after that, I was able to get. I wasn't able to get everything I wanted because see, that's that's the problem with me. And I and, and 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 I have so many things on my mind. I wish I could just accomplish all these fifteen thousand things in one day, and I feel like I'm caught up. But you know how, no, no matter how many things that we do in one day, there's still more to do the next day? And one of the things that, that I looked at in this definition in in, uh, 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 in the Strong's on, on Genesis 2 and 2, the shabbeth it says, it means to, 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 to desist from exertion, also means suffer to be lacking. And, and it's okay sometimes to lack. Sounds strange, doesn't it? Sounds strange. In an area in the time when we're t- talking about we shall not lack and we will have abundance and then, it's okay to lack sometime in some areas what are you saying Pastor James in other words it's okay if you didn't get that done today hallelujah I heard Pastor Tracy say it was that Monday Monday or Tuesday one day this week she was like you know what I just got to the place I said well these couple of things I'm not going to do today I will just do them tomorrow and I left work and that was a big step for her because she is a worker Pastor Tracy will work. I tell you what, I, I, I just I thought I was a worker. Man, when I'm done with work, I leave. I'm gone. That line stopper, I, I can't get away from it fast enough. And sometimes I get offended because she has that in her to work. It's ingrained in her. And I'm I'm like, I, I, I really wish you would leave one time. I, did, I just you know me being selfish. I just want to be. This want to be with my wife. But at the same time, I think about. I think about the fact that she needs rest, and I already know when she get off work, she got this on her mind, that on her mind, that on her mind, that on her mind, and I'm doing that. And then, by before she know it, is well past bedtime. I'm sleeping. She still got you know. Because it's that Proverbs 31 woman in her, that creativity, that creative ability. So no matter how many things we have planned to do in the course of the day, we can plan it, but God is ordering our steps. Proverbs talks about that many are the plans of man, but God orders our ways. Many of our we have many plans. One of the biggest things I've been hearing lately is we've got to get to the place where we start taking baby steps. Many times we're trying to take too many big steps and we're missing the little stuff. So come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. The Greek word in the, in the Strong's for that, for that rest in Matthew is Onapua, uh, onap, ono, ono, ah, I can't even say the word. <laughs> I practiced it last night, y'all. really did. <laughs> but anyway, the word is anapawa. In, in other words, it means to take an intermission. How many of you have been to a play? Some plays, it feels good to have an intermission. Some plays, I'd be like. I don't know how much I could take of this. Oh my God. And they say intermission. I'm like, woo. I might not come back. And some plays, you're like, oh, it's the intermission. And after the intermission, pretty much, you know, it's not that much left for the play. Intermission. Sometimes we need an intermission. Sometimes we need a break. It's, it also means... Um, See, J- Jesus is saying he's, he wants to give us an intermission in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come unto me, all ye laboring and heavy laden, I will give you an intermission. I will give you a, a repose. I will give you some refreshing. I will give you rest. And so. God is saying in this season, in this hour, come unto me, come unto me, reach, reach. We were just singing that song, you are my strength, you are my strength. God wants to give us rest. There is strength in rest. There is strength in rest. And that's what um, Isaiah was saying is that in verse 15, he was saying, hey, if we're obedient to what God is saying to us, In rest we shall be saved. And rest. You ever look at somebody you be like, man, they sure do look old. Or you find out somebody's age, you look at them. You find out somebody's age and you look at them, you like, you be like, you be like, that's all they are? I thought they was older than that. because rest is that important you know a lot of times people talk about the way somebody looks they like hey they, they they look real good well they they probably get their beauty rest amen they beauty rest because rest is beautiful and especially here when we look in look in Isaiah he's saying rest you shall be saved so there is a preservation there is there's is some preservation in getting rest amen Amen. In quietness and confidence, you shall have strength. It is so important to have quietness. How many people have quiet time in their house? (laughs) That was funny. I don't know why that was funny, but that was funny. It is good to have quiet time in your house. Listen, one of the things, one of the biggest challenges we have with our children in church because we're not having quiet time with them at home. When you you find that your children are restless in places where you need them to be quiet, that's because we have not practiced at home what needs to be done outside of home. We need to teach our and train our children to rest. They need that time to be quiet. No TV. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you. It's okay. It's okay not to have the TV on. It's okay. It's okay not to have. That's probably why they should be sitting together so they don't get all have all that. Uh, it's o, It's okay to, to have that tablet turned off or the electronic device turned off. It's okay, you know. It's okay, you know. Just just for them to sit and be quiet, and maybe make it into a game. We have to train them. The Bible says train up a child in the way you should go. We have to train them to be quiet. Pastor Tracy and I had a wonderful time yesterday. Um, We went to um, this restaurant and uh, (laughs) soon we got in there. Yes, love stories. Um, We get in the IHOP yesterday and um, there was a booth and they had two little kids sitting at the booth. and and they were one, One child was jumping on one seat. And the other child was jumping on the other seat. And I said, Hun, we should request to sit in the booth next to them. And she was like, I don't think so. (laughs) I said, You sure about that? We must train our children. We must train them how to act at home, so when they get in public, it is it was, it was, it's always such a, a great thing to have the grandchildren with us. and a lot of times people look, they, they're so they're, people are surprised when your children are well-behaved. That's a shame. I don't know why it's, Why is it such a surprise when your children are well-behaved? I don't get that. our children are not getting rest. they get into the bed. they sleeping in so many hours. I, I, I think for the most part everybody's children sleep for the time that they need to sleep, but they're not getting the quiet time. Quiet time makes them better. If you find that your children are having behavior problems at school, maybe they need some more quiet time at home. So one of the things that, that I talked about earlier, trusting in oppression, because that's what we know. God did not create, create us for oppression. He didn't even create us for that. Did, you, did, did We know that. We know what he created us for, right? He created us for worship. One of the reasons why it's so hard to worship, one of the reasons why it's so hard to to praise God, is because we've been oppressed all week. We've been in oppression. Some of the oppression we put on ourselves. Some of the uh, uh, the oppression we, we 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 submit ourselves to, and all those type of things. So when we come to church, we just we just it, it's. Worship. We're trying to break through all this oppression and, and depression and, 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 and circumstances and stuff that, that we've surrendered ourselves to and because we've not rested. Yeah. And it's hard to come and enter into his presence. We trust in perversity. Everyone does it. So can I everyone says immoral things i can do it as well i can get it is that being a child of god is that is that the kingdom of god jesus said it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man but it's what comes out of the mouth what comes out of your mouth what is coming out of our mouth on a daily basis Have we taken the time enough to reflect and to think about the things that we say on a daily basis to to prevent ourselves from being in those type of situations? The situation that seems the greatest needs, needs the greatest intermission. Many times, the biggest situation and biggest circumstances that we have in our lives, we need to understand that we need to give it a break. Let it rest and watch God give you strength through it. Amen. Rest to save yourself. Rest to save yourself. Lack of rest. Rest creates a lack of health we've got to let some things suffer I know that sounds weird but you think about the seventh day on the seventh day God rested I'm sure there were some things on his mind that he wanted to accomplish you know what I could get if I just use this day I could get this done I can get that done I can get this done but on the seventh day, he chose not to do that. One of the things I found interesting, and I don't know if you'll notice it, but if you get the time, read it, read it again. Genesis 1, 1. Uh, Genesis 1, I believe it's 28 or so. Uh, towards the end of Genesis 1, it says, um, God said, let us create mankind and his likeness and all those type of things. It was on the sixth day. He said, let's create mankind in his likeness and all that kind of stuff. And then it says in Genesis 2, 2, on the seventh day, God rested. And then it goes on to say, then God created man out of the dust of the earth. He formed him. And I'm like, wait. Did he create man twice? Or did he create him once? Just a question for you to ponder. Because he did everything that he wanted to do. He even created a, a, a whole group uh, of mankind somewhere, somewhere in the earth on the sixth day. And then on the seventh day, he rested. He put everything in place that he wanted to put in place in six days. What are we doing in six days? What does our planner look like? What does our calendar look like for six days? Have we carved out some time for God? Oh, but are we so oppressed? Have we trusted in oppression so much that we are missing out on the blessing that God has for us? It's a blessing. Some. It's a blessing to be able to sit down sometime and just and just meditate and think, 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 think. Can you? How many people have taken the time to to just think about the good things that God has done in your life? I mean, just thinking about uh, the good things in your life and how God is. I mean, when you think, and that's why it says, that we, we say all the time, when I think of the goodness of Jesus as you stand to your feet, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. Because when you begin to think about his goodness, when you begin to think about his goodness, Man, can you think, when you think about his goodness and all that he's done for you, when you think about all the good things, I don't know, does it make you feel better? I, I I think it makes you feel better. But if we never take the time to rest, if we never take time to meditate, if we never take time to think about the good things that God has done, a lot of times that put us in wonder if God can do anything for us.